Hi there. Thank you for listening to the Business of Everyday podcast. My name is Ajobinawa. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast created to help you live life fully with purpose and intentionality. Listen, you can excel in all areas of your life. It is possible and you get to choose. The woman with the issue of blood story teaches us such incredible life lessons we can apply to situations, be it our business, relationships, our work with God. I mean every aspect of our lives and get expected results. Join me and my guest as we talk about life, faith, partnerships and other things in between. My guest for today, Wilhelmina Ananunu. Not only does she have a sweet voice, she's got a sweet personality as well. Mina is a sales and marketing professional who loves to talk. But the fun fact is that she also gets paid for talking. With over 10 years of experience, Mina has made it a daily goal to build and grow highly motivated teams to deliver results. She's the lead consult at March Consult co-founder, Girl Up Initiative, and convener, Takradi Ladies Conference, impacting over 200 women in areas of health, wealth, pensions, personal, and self-development. She's currently the cloud services manager for SuperCloud. Mina loves to read and is passionate about public speaking and issues concerning women and girls. Come on now, join us and let's learn some faith lessons. Hi sis, how are you doing? It's Hi. been such a long time. I'm well, thank you. Yes, a very long time. How many years? Um, I think the last time we met was at the Accra edition of Pastor Norbert's ministry. Oh, that's a think. very oh. long time. That's about <laughs> six or seven years. I think. Yeah. Is it in 2019? No. Or 2016? 2015 or 16, there oh, wow. <laughs> It's a very, very, very long, long time. Amazing. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too, yes. <laughs> I will see you on social media. Well, yeah. <laughs> WhatsApp chat here and there, yes. but it's always I, good to connect in person also. Yes, that's what you do, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we are here today. Yes, and yes, So, yes, how are yes, things yes. going? Very well. Um, there's a lot of bars in the city, but it's okay. We're good. Mm. Yeah. From the last time we met, mm-hmm. we are not in the same place. No, I mean, no, no. Yeah, so... We are so grateful for that. I've always wanted to ask, as we are talking about progress, Mm -hmm. um, what really stirred up your passion uh, for women and girl empowerment, causing you to start the Girl Up Initiative? Okay. That was way back in um, 2009 uh, when I was in Lagos. Um, I was about to finish. No, yeah, two years to to me finishing. And there was a prophecy about it. I really didn't. Mm. (laughs) I really didn't take it seriously. Yeah, we finished school, did my national service. And then, you know, after national service, you're wondering what you want to do. Right. So then the prophet who prophesied called again and said, Mina, you know, I see you with wishing this and that and that. And I said, well... I have it in mind, but I don't know how to start or when to start. I really don't want to even pursue it. Mm. Fast forward, I think after a week, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was registering a lot of women and girls. I see. And I didn't know what I was registering. But then there were women and girls. Okay. So that prompted me. And then I asked myself, so what can I do? I think it was 2016. Yes. Mm. We were, you know, getting ready to 
No, it was 2015. It was getting into 2016. So I had to, you know, you need to pray into the year and then right. all that. And I was mm. asking God what I can do for him. Mm. Then the dream came back again. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I, I need to start this. Then I was, I was struggling with the name and then all that, what I have to do, how I, you know, how the, the starting process will be and all that. Then there was a girl up in my mind. Boom, the thing came up and I'm like, okay, so what will it be? Mm. Hmm. Mentorship and capacity building for senior high school. Okay. From GSS to senior high school. The idea was that, you know, when you're growing up, when you're in school, you don't have that kind of sister, big sister yeah. figure to, to communicate with. Yeah. And then also for people to um, not necessarily direct you, but then hold your hand in, in certain ways. Right. So one, that, that's also another thing. And that, you know, brought about the whole thing. So I was speaking to a male friend and then he said, oh, I know of a lady who is also into the same space as you. Mm. You guys need to connect. So I, I spoke to her and she really loved it. But she had her own, it was a club. Okay. She had won um, a pageant. So as part of a project, she needed to do that. Okay. So yes. So we started. She mm. had already started. So I joined. I was giving talks to the girls and, and all that. Okay. Um, SHS leavers, those times. So we started. Then we realized that hers was a bit lower than what I wanted you to, the bigger picture. Yeah. So we merged everything together. Okay. Fast forward, we started something in Takwati. I came to Accra. Mm. She also came to Accra. <laughs> 2019, we decided to embark on our first project. Mm. We went to Subri in the you know mining area where we had talk. We celebrated the International Day for the Girl Child with them. We gave them bags, books, sanitary pads, some refreshments and a few talks. We took a midwife there. Mm. Anyway. It was a wonderful experience for myself because that was the first time I was going interior, interior, interior. Okay. It was so good. Then another thing dropped about women because I saw two things, mm. girls and then and women. And then women, okay. I'm like, okay, fine. So I saw three things. We've been able to do the first one. Now we need to finish with the second one. So that was when, you know, the whole thing was like woman 360. Okay. Everything around the woman. Okay. Then I came to Accra. So one day I was sitting down Then the thing just more or less like somebody has pushed you to do something. Right. Then, okay, Takadi Ladies Conference. Initially, I didn't get the vision very well. Mm. So a friend came over and we chatting and said, hey Ben, this is what I want to do. He said, wow, this is good. So he gave me 300 cities in the beginning, then later on gave me 200. Okay. I said, okay, fine. Do you have people in mind? I said, oh, I schooled with a daughter. I called the daughter. The daughter said, let me speak to mommy. Mommy said, boom, I'm going to do it. My school mother came on board and all that. So that was when we started. It was mm. in 2019. No, 2017. Right. But I've been doing Takradi Ladies Conference for the past four years. Next year will be five years. We'll be oh, celebrating wow. That's awesome. five years of great impact. Organizing events. It's, Definitely. It's, it's no joke. Mm -hmm. no, no, and so it's, it's if no you've joke. been able to consistently do this, I mean, getting into your fifth year. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you a story <laughs> on the third event. The third event was on uh, 2022. Okay. And... I, I really invested a lot in 2022. Mm. That's this year. Uh, sorry, 2020. Okay. Then, you know, the time for the program, exhibitors are there, people are not coming. 10 o'clock, yes, then 30, 11. Mm. I'm like, what? Why are people not coming? <laughs> so I, I rushed to the washroom and I started speaking in tongues. Ah. I said, God, <laughs> this thing, I didn't want to do it. You gave it to me. So you know what? Wherever they are, just pull them. Bring I them. need them here. Yeah. 
when I went in, I told Na, well, may her soul rest in peace. I told Na, let's start. This. Oh, she's the one that. Yes, yes, oh, yes, wow. yes. Na has been phenomenal with, with, with the whole process, and um, yeah, it was very peace. sad when she left. Mm. Yes. So I told Na, Na, let's start. And when we started, we saw men coming in, and surprisingly, it's a ladies' conference, but yeah. men come. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a good job that, I mean, God has started doing in you and through you. So, yes, moving on, what would you say is, you know, the business of your everyday? You know, this podcast is the business of everyday podcast. So every day or every time we come on here, we try to um, talk about certain things that would really impact not just now, but, you know, the whole life that we are living here on it. So what would you say is the business of your everyday i have a mantra i work with so in the line of my job i always say that i provide value for money okay and i provide solutions to companies and individuals mm. just work on whatever that you have to do and then mm. leave your headache to me i'll solve your problem for <laughs> so you know there's a joy when you go out or when you go to work and you're able to solve people's problems that's for right them. There's a joy when you go out and people see and go like, oh, because I've seen you, this issue will be solved. Mm. And not necessarily the kind of work I do, but I always say that I want to always be somebody that would always bring joy to people. Mm. Because when somebody sees you, the person needs to feel that love that the person needs. Right. I always say to my team that, Sometimes when I come to work, I have to leave all my problems aside and carry your burdens. That's right. And then also in that process, make you laugh. So that when I leave, you go like, whoa, so there's a vacuum she's created. Yeah. And that's it. You solve people's problems. That's for right. them. You make sure that their headache is your headache. Mm. Yeah. Bearing in mind that the God that you serve carries you through the day. Because that's, right. that's a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Every day when I wake up, I just tell God, you know what? This is a brand new day. Just do whatever you have to do. I'm just leaving the day into your hands. Do what you have to do. And that's it. That's right. So the business of the day for me, bringing value for money to, to people, not necessarily my client, to people. Mm. And then also, you know, solving their issues for them. That's right. In other ways, when I solve your issues for them, my issues is also solved. <laughs> <laughs> my problem that is solved. Yeah. Yes. So that's, right. so that's, that's, right. that's, that's mm. exactly what yeah. keeps me going. And that's, that's my awesome. business for the That's day. Awesome. I mean, life is not just about us. Yes. And so personally, mm-hmm. when I'm able to meet other people mm-hmm. at their point of need, mm-hmm. I don't know if they feel the satisfaction that I feel when I've done that yeah. for them, but it's so fulfilling and satisfying when you're able to meet people yeah. at the point of their need. I think God wired us like that. So yes. So apart from talking, mm-hmm. what else do you enjoy doing? <laughs> <laughs> I would say... I have a lot of branches. With the talking or... No, the human being. There's a lot of branches, you know. Um, yes, I love to talk. Managing teams, okay. people. You can't bury whatever that is in you. You need to impact. Yeah. So it's also about impacting. Mm. And then also, yes, well, I love to read. I love to read everything. <laughs> From the Bible, novel, business books, whatever. Anything that is readable, I would have to read. So what would you say if you are to mention, let's say, three books? What would be... Three books? Yeah, top three. 
Wow, there's there's one by a lady called um, Helen something. That's sales mind. Of course, I'm a salesperson. Okay, yeah. so yes. <laughs> sales mind is there. There's one gentleman. I've forgotten the name. He wrote this is marketing. Okay. Yes, and then there's also persuasive um, presentation. All your books are <laughs> persuasive you presentation. Mean business. <laughs> but but I I love books. If it interests me, yes, mm. I love books by T.D. Jakes. Okay. I love books by Joyce Meyer. Okay. Um, yes, I love books that inspire. Mm. I mean, T.D. Jakes and mm-hmm. Joyce Meyer. Both of them, like the way they preach, it is like practical living. Exactly. So exactly. anytime you read something from them, it's not like you are reading something that is so far from you. Yes, you are taking yes, something yes. that you can walk through yeah. life with just right now. Yes. So I mean, they are good books. T.D. Jakes books on or not so recent. The, the soul. Oh, okay. I thought more or less like my... having the entrepreneurial spirit, having the ego to be able to fly mm. whatever idea that you have. So you know these yeah, things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I have that book. I'm yeah. not read it yet, okay. but I have it. It's it's very good. Um, you know, when you read it, it looks as if he's standing there telling you to do it. It's not necessarily a paper that you're reading yeah. with some things on and it. And you know he's a businessman. Yes, he's also. a business-minded person. <laughs> so when you're reading the book, he gives you the history behind whatever that he's saying and then tells you it needs to be done. Yeah, you don't have to just sit down and then yeah. bury it. And yeah. It needs to be done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so That's right. Awesome. So in talking about faith, mm. I mean, are there certain moments in your life, certain defining moments in your life where um, you'd say that, your Christian, being a Christian, there are certain values and principles that came to bear in those particular situations that saved the day, that helped you through those um, critical moments of your life. Hmm. So basically, <laughs> what role faith has played in your journey to this point? For me, I cannot sit down here and overemphasize, or I would say I was, I'm throwing away faith. Mm. No, no, no. Certainly. No, I can't. Well, sometimes I'm a human being. Sometimes I sit and go like, ah. But (laughs) faith has really helped me. And this is my journey. Mm. Oh my goodness, you have no idea. Uh, When I moved to Accra here, and then I started work. No, Accra terrain is different from, you know, that's Takra terrain. I didn't know where to go, my left and right. Man, sometimes I go home and I, I sit and I feel like... I go back to Takara. <laughs> One day I wrote my resignation. I told my dad, I said, yeah, 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 come, come, come. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. When I come, will he give me food? No, not food. Food, yes, you get. But will he give me money every day? Yeah. Then I'm like, you know what? I will go out and go and sell. Whether I get people or not, I have mm. the faith that at the end of the day, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I combine that with grace, I would say, because I always tell people, me, I'm on grace autopilot. Mm. In this my work. <laughs> you cannot take grace away from me. Right. And the faith I have in God. Right. Sometimes I just cry myself. And I'm like, I'm tired. Even yesterday I told myself, I'm tired of this whole thing. But you know what? You have the belief that it would happen. Right. So yes, definitely you have to work towards that. Mm. You have to walk towards what you've seen something afar. Yeah. You know that you need to get it. What are you supposed to do to get it? You need to walk. That's right. And sometimes you are getting nearer to the thing, but then it looks too far. It's too far, yeah. So you have the belief that you'd get it. You have the faith. 
that God has taken you from a certain point mm-hmm. or a certain point, and definitely you're going to get to that point. Right. So that's it. I do not force myself in a lot of things. Mm. I believe that things happen for a reason and at its own time. Right. So at its own time, you'd get to that destination. Mm. But then bearing in mind that there's faith and then there's grace, that takes you. Yeah. It's like a wind that pushes us. Or I would say it's like, um, you know, your transportation in life. You have to carry something, and that has to be grace. Mm. There are two things, grace and then faith. Mm -hmm. So you carry both. You hold on to those things. Because what does the Bible tell us? The Bible that we read, more or less like people say, oh, it's just a normal textbook, normal reading book. No problem. But those of us who have read it, who have experienced it, Mm. who have experienced the power of God in us, oh no, the power of God, that works in us. That works in people. Come on. You'd have the belief that, hey, he's done for this person. And so definitely you do for me. Right. Carry two things, grace and faith. I don't joke with those things. Mm. And I don't go one without the other. There are two. Mm. Grace and faith works for me. That's right. Because in my journey with even Takradi Ladies Conference, if I do not have the faith, I can't do this. <laughs> and day in day out, I tell people that, you know what? I'm not doing this for, for people to just say, Omina oh, is doing this and take the glory. Right. No. Because I have invested in this for the past three years. This year, I decided to bring in sponsors. And mm. then next year, I've been doing it all my... When it's getting six months to the time, then I'm, I start saving. I tell God, God, I need to do it. Who do I need to call? Who do I need... Sometimes when you call people, they go like, oh, I'll help. I'll do this, I'll do this. It's the faith you have That's that right. God will help you. Mm. So you just don't do things on your own. Mm. Yes, people don't believe in that, but we believe in it. That's we right. believe in the faith and the grace that he has carried us until mm-hmm. now. So there's no other living, I mean, living in the balance of it. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So um, you are talking to us about um, the grace of God and faith bringing mm-hmm. you through, I mean, certain situations. Mm-hmm. Even when you feel like, Charlie, the strength is, is, is down. It's gone. But... You have the focus and you're like, once he has brought me this far, exactly. definitely there's a reason why I'm here. Yeah. So yeah. I have, there's a part I have to play. And so I'm going to keep mm-hmm. going. And as you said, I think I remember you saying that um, that grace is like the wind, you know, carrying the you force. to where, yes, where you're supposed to go. So at that point, yes, you've done your part, mm-hmm. but then where strength fails, that is where, you know, the grace of God is pushing you to where you're supposed to. Sometimes to when be. I sit down and I feel that, oh, I don't have the strength to go through. Mm-hmm. I just close my eyes and tell God that, you know what? Just give me the strength I need. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I remember I was going for a meeting with a, a senior colleague. And we've had, you know, this rift and confrontation and all that. Then in the morning when I woke up, I started praying in tongues. I'm like, no, I don't want to have issues with this man today. Mm. So I started praying, I need the strength, I need the strength. I realized that, surprisingly, when I went into the meeting, oh my goodness, it was interesting. And at the end of the day, both of us that were having issues, <laughs> were laughing. When I came out of the meeting, I said, wow. Because okay. for me, I lost faith in that instance when we had mm. that confrontation. Mm. I'm like, no, I can't, this, this gentleman is this, 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 this. But then I told myself, I'm going to work with him. So what do I have to do? I need to exercise some patience. Mm. One, he's older than me. Yeah. I can't just push my, my my whatever onto him. But I need to sit down and yeah. you know, get the strength. Because sometimes the things that come to you in life, things that hit you, mm. if you don't have the strength, you can't, you can't stand it. Right. You don't have the faith, you can't stand it. And you don't, 
if God doesn't grant you the grace, you can't stand it. That's right. It, it's a whole lot. Mm. You know, I remember there's a man in our church. He preached a sermon uh, titled, It's either um, the authority of the believer or the audacity of the believer. Mm. And I mean, talking about the confrontation that you, you had with um, the other mm -hmm. person you were supposed to be in a meeting with. He was talking about um, he being in a meeting and, you know, things were not going right. And he knew that as a child of God, he had power mm -hmm. to change situations, to make things happen. And so, mind you, he didn't stay home. He mm. went for the meeting and things were not going on well. And in all indications, things were supposed to work well. And he got up, excused himself, went and hid himself somewhere, went to pray, went to decree and declare certain things. He came back to the meeting and everything had shifted. The atmosphere had changed. And not just him, there are other people who also heard this testimony. And they, all, they were also in certain kinds of situations in meetings. And they were like, ah, this person said this. And they did the same thing and they reaped the results thereof. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so we need to understand that Sometimes it's not just about us talking, oh, God will do it, God does this. What principle are we applying in every situation that yeah. we find ourselves yeah. in? It is not our crying that God responds to. He mm -hmm. responds to his word. Yes. And so if he says something, then we need to bring ourselves to the point where we know that this is what God has said. And so if we appropriate it, it is going to, yeah. it is supposed yeah. to work for it us. Yeah. So basically, I think that this is something that we need to consciously bring into our day. Mm -hmm. Remember that God is with us. He has given us power, authority. Yeah. Know the power that we mm -hmm. have and the authority that we have as believers yeah. and work with that. Yes. So um, do you have a specific or are there certain characters in the Bible that you feel or you know have influenced your life to this point? Hmm. Well, you know, there are a lot of women in the Bible. Hmm. There's Hannah who cried to God, mm. God, I need this. Yes. There's Deborah. Yeah. There's uh, Mary Magdalene. Mm. But you know what? Esther tops off for me. <laughs> <laughs> Esther tops off for me. Okay. And um, Deborah as well. Mm. Reason for me, I'll that probably go with Deborah. You'd go with Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ha! Interesting. Yes. So, you are going with Esther, right? So, yeah. what do we learn from her? You know, with Esther's whole situation, mm. you know definitely that um, somebody wants to harm your people. Right. What do you have to do? Mm. It's true. What do you have to do <laughs> to save your people? Now, I'm changing my mind. It looks like <laughs> I'll go with Esther. <laughs> what do you have to do? Mind you, if faith, didn't come in she wouldn't have been able to do it mm -hmm. but she had faith that the god that she serves will lead her mm. and so the god that she serves led her mm. esther for me when i read the, the book of esther i'm like wow so whenever i am praying I say god let me be like esther <laughs> <laughs> let me be like esther and esther exhibited that but not on her own accord right Deborah was what a judge. Deborah <laughs> <laughs> was a judge. Re right? Yeah. She was a judge. But for me, these two women are very strong women for me. And then Hannah comes to play when, you know, you really need something from God and you feel that it is dragging. That is when the Ashantis will say, you pray the Erin Tasso Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah did save. And yeah. what happened? 
she had her results. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm going through issues, I remember Hannah and I pray a certain type of prayer. Mm. And I tell God the kind of prayer that I have prayed there, eh, it needs to go in the Esther direction. <laughs> it needs to go, go in the Esther direction. Because that kind of prayer that I have prayed, it needs to be back with faith, mm. belief, and then grace. Because other than that, no. And if you want to be the judge of a situation, oh man, you need those three things. That's grace, right. faith, and belief. To be able to do that. And to be in the character of Deborah to act. Mm. Because what's the purpose of you having the faith, grace, and you just, just no, you need to act in that. <laughs> and so Deborah comes into play for you to act in. Yeah, that's right. So for me, these three women stand out for me. But of course, you know, Esther comes. comes yeah. But you know what I really mm. love about Esther? Mm. She was sold out completely. Exactly. Towards that mission. Mm-hmm. She understood her place in that moment yes. in time. Yes. And there was a statement she made. She, she was like, if I perish, I perish. Hey! <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to say this. Yes. I mean, That's she very bold. Yeah, it's very bold. Very, very and bold. And you, you get to the point where I don't care about my life. Mm-hmm. God put me in this situation for such a time as yes. this. And so if he's brought me here, mm. he's going to see me through see it. Me through, yeah. And Esther stood knowing that this thing that she's going to mm-hmm. do, it could land her in, you know, death or yeah. something. And but her she uncle was, like, was there to support. Yes. Where do you think the uncle also got the strength mm. from? You know, in the world, you need mentors and sponsors. Mm. So Esther's mental sponsor was yeah, Mordecai. Mordecai really, really, yes. really, really played his part. You need mentors, you need sponsors, you That's need right. coaches. That's right. And Mordecai played this role in holding Esther's hand mm. and placing her at a certain point yeah. where she'll be seen and sold out, as you said. That's right. That's so true. Because sometimes I sit down and I tell myself, if growing up, I really had, you know, people who would like, oh, say that, yeah. Do this, choose this program, mm-hmm. do this, go yeah. this way. Like, yeah. there are so many things that we could have avoided. Yes. I mean, I believe that once we believe God directing and ordering our paths, mm-hmm. even our mistakes, he's able to redeem yeah. and then, you know, lead us to where um, we are supposed to be. Esther is really a character in the Bible that, I mean, she's so strong and... Very strong. I mean, and this goes Very to the strong. point of knowing, you know, our purpose, knowing our mission on this earth. Because how can you put yourself in the middle of something mm-hmm. if you not do not know the consequences? Yes. Because and then you go like, if I perish, I perish. Really? Because she knew that that was, she said something she had just for a such certain, a time as this. A certain time mm. to, to act on that. Yes, and she did and exactly she did it. that. I mean, I think there was some kind of boldness that at that moment, like she, she yeah. got some kind of boldness that made her Mm-hmm. alter such i think if she had delayed it, it would have died off <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it would have died because off like- you know i i always believe that each person has a certain time frame for things to be done in his or her life right yes but then you also need somebody to guide you mm. in doing that and yeah. Mordecai did that yeah that's right i mean it's really important times and seasons mm-hmm. a lot of us are doing things out of season and because mm-hmm. of that we are struggling yeah to get results to get results but if we were in line, we were in tune with the leadings of God. Mm-hmm. We know that at this particular time, Esther would would have missed it if she didn't just follow at that time that she did. Yeah. If she had waited mm-hmm. a little longer, things would have gone bad mm-hmm. and she wouldn't have gotten the results that she yeah. got. Like, it is very important for us to know the times and seasons that we are living yeah. in. We have specific grace that enables us to work within seasons. 
And so if it is not the season now and we are trying so hard to do certain things, we'll faint and we'll stop doing doing those things. So personally, I believe that faith isn't passive. It is very much active. Mm -hmm. And for me, whenever I talk about faith, I'm like, faith is simply acting on God's word. I mean, this is what the word of God Mm -hmm. says. Act on it. That is faith. Just as simple as that. So to you, are there moments in your life that you resolved or you were determined to, I mean, all the emotions were mm-hmm. there and all that, but you decided, no, this is, I mean, okay, I'll cry, but do it alongside the crying. Are there moments in your life that you chose faith over how you were feeling and the results that it was able to bring to you? There are a lot of instances. The instances at work that the whole month, you know, sales is not, you are measured by the deals yeah, you bring. You bring, in. yeah. You can work the whole month, <laughs> but if you don't close anything, it's zero for you. Yes, yes. There are times that Target. sometimes three weeks into the month and I haven't closed anything, then I, I sit and then I, I start crying. I'm like, I'm doing everything that I have to do, but I'm not seeing the results. Mm. I like, okay, why don't I leave it into God's hands? Mm. Having the belief that and the faith that something would work. Happen, yeah. So in the morning when I'm going to work, I just pray and I say, you know what, oh God, just then do me show today. <laughs> do me show today. I remember one day I was seeing that do me show, do me show, hey, do me show, God, do me show, God, do me show. I went to work and I, immediately I sat and I had a call. Mm. Somebody called and said, oh, my name is so and so. I had a referral from this person saying that you can do this for me, mm. blah, 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 blah. Is it possible you can come to my office? I said, don't worry. <laughs> come watch your office. <laughs> I said, give me between 30 minutes to an hour, I'll be there. I went there, we talked. It was on a Tuesday. I finished everything by Friday and I had something. Mm. What played a role? Faith. Because in as much as you would cry and ask yourself a lot of questions, sometimes you just have to throw the challenge to God. Mm. Do whatever you have to do. So yes, there have been a lot of instances, but I always say that and this is my journey of being at the forefront of selling something for a company. It, well, ah. you know, sales is tough. Yeah, it is. Sales is very tough. It is and very tough. For me, I don't like to be in roles where you come and be giving me targets. <laughs> <laughs> you come and be giving me targets. If you don't, if you don't, um, this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you close a deal, that's why you get a commission yeah. out of, you know, yeah. then I'm like, hey, Charlie. <laughs> no, it's a very tough industry. Yeah, it is. And a lot of times people ask me how I'm able to do it. Yeah. And you've been, you've been at it for such a long time. For 11 years now. Yeah. You know, recently I had some, I had new people joining the team and one of them asked, Mina, how, how are you able <laughs> to do it? <laughs> for 11 years. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm on a grace autopilot. <laughs> I don't worry myself that much. When the going gets tough, that is when I provoke God. Mm. I tell God that, you know what? I can't do anything. Unfortunately or fortunately, I happen to be in, the, in this industry. Mm. You have to take the glory, not me. Yeah. So do your thing. So I always tell them that me, I'm a grace autopilot. Mm. And my faith, Gifty Auntie would say she has a super crazy faith in God. <laughs> it's the same thing. We all carry that. Sometimes... You believe that it would happen, but when you sit down, go like, "Ish, I do obey you." <laughs> but then you tell yourself, mm, "It would be possible." But then the little voice in you go like, "Any you, ma'am, any you." But hey, outside, hey, it will be possible. Vim, but still hold on to it. Yeah. 
ha, huh, this journey without that, no. This journey without that. It's not an easy thing, yeah. but I mean, the reason why I asked the question was that most of the time when, well, I'm talking from experience, mm. you go to our churches, you go, um, you go out and prayer meetings, a lot of women mm-hmm. praying, mm-hmm. crying unto God mm-hmm. on the floor, yeah. all that. Sunday, a lot of women, same issue, like same cycle. And it's like yeah. coming back all the time with same issues. Same issue. So I'm like... Is it that God doesn't listen? Yeah, is it that God doesn't listen <laughs> or like it is someone else they are praying to? But the Bible also says that a thousand years is like a day before God and yes. a day is like a thousand years before yes. God. There's time sense. Yes. yes. But also, you know, the effectual fervent prayer mm-hmm. of a righteous man mm-hmm. availeth much. Mm-hmm. And so only you, what are your whole... Your time hasn't come. <laughs> No, but I feel like, you know, there are certain people that you see, okay, yes, the person is always mm-hmm. in church doing this, doing that. What happens after church? Mm-hmm. What happens after church? Yes, God's timing isn't the same as, you know, man's timing. Yeah. But this world that we are living in, it isn't only God who is working. He's mm-hmm. working in us, through us. And so for if us. God, yes, and for us. So if God has done it. Mm-hmm. Why are we also not doing, you know, as... Sometimes we don't do our part. Yes. We go, imagine you're asking God that you want a husband mm. and you're not working on your character. I would say character plays a major role. Yeah. You know that there are certain things that you need to change and you are not changing. Probably the way you talk and, and all that. And you're always asking God to give you a man. Mm. Will he do it? Because what you are supposed to do for that to come in, you are not doing it. I go to work and I tell God, God, help me close a deal. And I'm always sitting in the office. (laughs) Will the deal come? No. If you're asking God that God should help you get a job and you're always sitting down, will the job come? No. No. You need to dress as if you are going to look for a job and Mm. hit that market. That's right. If you have to even go and then ask, can I be a volunteer here? And still be praying. You're not doing it. So if you come dawn, evening, afternoon, morning prayers, and you're still saying, God, I need a job. God, I need a husband. What are you doing on your part? If you're not doing your part, Emma, you want to go to school. What do you have to do to go to school? And I say, you want to do your master's. What do you have to do? You pray, yes. And then you look for, you know, admission um, forms and then all mm. that. There are certain things we are not doing what we are supposed to do. And we leave everything to God. Why? But God has even done everything. He's done it. So it, it isn't an issue of even God do this. Yes. It's a matter of us finding out. It's like we are unaware of the things mm-hmm. that he already has done yes. for us. And so we can imagine your dad has bought something mm-hmm. for you. The thing is there. It's there. Because you do not know and you don't even know how to use it. You are still saying, dad, give me this, give yes. me this. And you are crying all the time. What should he do to, you know, for you mm-hmm. again? But the thing is there. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like sometimes God will just be in heaven and he will just <laughs> like... But this thing you're asking you me, I've already given it to you. As, yes. as my children. I've, I've already given, given it to you. So why are you still crying? Yes. One day I just bought a chair. I said, God, sit down. I just uh, I said, ah, okay. Yeah, I, I've, I've spoken to you, so 
in Jesus name amen <laughs> and i took the chair out you know yeah for me i speak to him every day mm. even when i'm walking or sitting down quietly i'm like hey, what should i is this okay okay all right knowing that he would direct me or he would you know he's putting in some things in place for me mm. so i just need to take action yeah and then yeah sometimes these sponsorships that i'm looking for for watercard ladies conference I just sit down, something drops in my mind. I go like, okay, how do I find a record? In a LinkedIn. I just type. Because you're not my friend, so I have to now yeah. do the connection yeah. and everything. I just send you whatever that I have to send you. Right. Just be there. If you respond, fine. If you don't respond, I've done my part. Mm. I move on. Yeah. So just as you said, he's done everything for us. We are not activating it. We're always sitting down for the thing to be thrown at us. And then man and we're just you need to work and then push yourself yeah. to But you those. know, sometimes, even when it comes to us praying, like, I like what you said concerning, like, you talk to him all the time. Mm -hmm. If we are conscious, like, we don't need a specific time where yes. it's good for yeah. us to do that. Mm -hmm. But we don't really need a specific time to say, yeah. oh, I'm going to hide somewhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to talk mm -hmm, to God. Mm -hmm. But if we are conscious of his presence mm -hmm. all the time, I've prayed, like, I'm going to do something. I've prayed, oh, God, help me to do this. Yes. In that moment, you've said a prayer and... Be conscious that as you have prayed and you are believing, he it is would. giving you yes. that thing that you've asked for. Yes. I think that sometimes you are not conscious of the things that we pray about. We pray about. Pray now, but you are thinking of it like maybe tomorrow mm -hmm. or something. But you've asked God for help. God, help me to do this. As you are going, as you are moving along, a thought will drop in your mind and you don't think it is God mm -hmm. that gave you that yeah. thought. You know, so if we are conscious of, you know, his presence with us all the time, guiding and directing our lives, then we are sure to implement all the things that mm -hmm. he's telling us yeah. to get the results that he wants for us to achieve. And you know, the Bible says that whatever you pray, believe. Yes. So why would you pray and not believe? Because we don't really understand what yes. prayer is. Yeah. I mean, maybe we are expecting that it will happen maybe tomorrow. We are yeah. not thinking it's a now thing. And the thing is that, you know, there are some wrong doctrines or whatever going you know, on. People say when you come to God, everything is sorted mm. out. So when you accept Christ as your personal seed, things are automatic for you no you need to work yeah. for it and that's the i think that's the mindset people have okay fine um i've come to christ i mean if i need money money should come <laughs> if i need this no would you sit down and say that because i'm in christ now i'm a new creature mm. and everything is new so everything should come to me without me struggling no right. even jesus struggled when they were going to crucify him mm. didn't he struggle he struggled yeah you know, I don't get it why before you accepted Jesus mm -hmm. as your Lord and Savior, you were in the world mm -hmm. and you were so intentional, aggressive about everything that you yeah. were doing. Even if, I mean, the motive behind whatever you are doing wasn't good and mm -hmm. maybe you were into some bad business or something. Now that you are in Christ, why would you say, I think that's why we have so many preachers preaching nonsense on the roads yeah. and all they, they do is, you know, put some bowls in and they receive money. In the name of now I'm saved and yeah. I have to go yeah. and preach. Yes, mm -hmm. we all have to preach. But mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean Jesus, when he was walking on this earth, he didn't call anyone who wasn't working. All his disciples they were, they were doing something. So they had to There was a fisherman. There yes. was a so everybody is working. Yes. Yeah, so if you are doing something, why don't you just change the motive? Mm -hmm. If that thing wasn't good, find something good to do mm. and God will bless that thing yeah. that you are doing. But no, they now become a burden onto people yeah. in the church. And also, you know, you find them every day, oh, would you give me this mm -hmm. begging all the time, which is not good. 
is not good. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Jesus has saved you doesn't mean that now, mm-hmm. you know, you have no role to play yeah. as part of, you know, you living your own life yeah. on this earth. Okay, so um, I want us to talk um, briefly about the woman with the issue of blood. Are there certain lessons that you know we can, I mean, pick from that story? <laughs> you know, there are some women of faith in the Bible that they are connected to the kind of issues that they had to deal with. Yeah. They exhibited great faith. So this woman we are talking about, the woman with the issue of blood, issue of blood. is there something that we can really pick from her in terms of getting answers to our prayers and even away from even prayer, like executing goals, going for our dreams, like getting things that we have set ahead of us to achieve? You know, we will acknowledge the fact that the woman had a problem, one. Yes. She needed a solution, mm-hmm. two. Where is her solution? Or who holds her solution? Mm-hmm. She realized that there was only one person. Who holds her solution? And that is God. Mm. If she got in contact with God, her problems would be solved. Mm. So that was her mind. Nothing Mm. in this world mattered to her than her going through that for 12 years. Even we going through four, five, six, seven days, (laughs) Look at, you know, what you go through. Psychologically, physically. And somebody doing that. Going through that for 12 years. Yeah. So she once she realized she has a problem or mm. she acknowledged the fact that there was a problem. Mm. Two, she realized that she needed to work on that problem. Yeah. But then she didn't have the means to work on that problem. Mm. Somebody had the means to work on her problem for her. Right. So she needed to find that person. That's right. And when she found the person, her problem was solved. Mm. Now, when you bring it back to our normal way of life, mm. you realize that there's something that you need to do. You have a vision, you have a dream, a goal, it needs to be achieved. How do you achieve it? Somebody is there that can help you achieve that. Right. So who is that person mm. that is supposed to help you? Earlier on, I said that you need mentors, sponsors, coaches. Mm. These people would be able to help you achieve that. That's right. How do you find them? Finding them is their problem. When I came to Accra, I realized that the terrain was different. Mm. Sales in Takrad is different from sales in Accra. So I needed somebody who is already in the industry Mm. so that I can speak to him or her. I was searching through the internet and I found one woman, Petra Basamor. I reached out to her. Then she said, let's take the conversation to WhatsApp. Okay. It was then that I told her what I was doing and then all that. And then she told me one or two things and I began to do it. Okay. And it helped. So I found one person who can help me with my problem. Because mm. I was having problems here in Accra. Trying to fit into the system, the whole sales industry system in Accra. Right. Then when I was looking for a job before I came to Accra, mm. somebody saw me and said, I want you. So it was a problem for me because I had left my job and I was looking for another job. Right. I had a time frame. So I moved to Accra looking for a job. Initially, I came for an interview. It didn't work out like I wanted. Mm. So I told God that, at this particular time, if I don't get a job, then it means you don't want me to get a job in Accra. I have to go back to Takra. Mm. A week or two, yeah, a week. And I saw clients, more or less. I'm like, you're looking so fine, no? Hey, he says, hey, Will, where are you? I said, oh, I'm in Accra. Good. Send me your seat. There's a company that has poached me. I need my team, so I need you to be part of the team. Blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. I got interview. I went, I passed. I started work. So I had a problem or I was looking for a solution to what I was going through and somebody mm. helped. Right. Now, the second thing was me getting into the whole thing. I realized that 
I have a goal to achieve something or a dream, but how do I achieve it? Right. I needed somebody to help me. Hmm. And when that person came in, it helped. Just as the woman with the issue of the blood. Man, that woman went through hell. Yeah. For 12 years. Yeah. But then she had the belief, the faith that one day they would come to an end. Hmm. And when she found the person who holds the solution to her problem, it came to an end. Hmm. In That's this right. life, whatever you are looking for, look for the person that would help you. That's right. The person is not God, obviously, so can't help you, you know, completely solve, completely solve it. No. <laughs> yeah. You might need two, three, four, five people to help you with the dream that you have. Mm. I had a dream or I had a vision that I wanted to start this. What did I do? I spoke to somebody. Oh, there's this person, this person, this person. They helped and it came to a reality. In the beginning, it was gloomy. Mm. Now I have the clearer picture of whatever I want to do. Right. I had a dream. Mm. It needs to be achieved. It needs to be fulfilled. Who was there to help? Sometimes you just need words of encouragement to move on. Mm. And this woman said that if I could touch the hem of his garment, That's right. if you could just speak to that person, it would help. That's right. For me, when I have um, uncertainties and then, you know, I mean, in that state of mind, I have a few friends I speak to. This is what I'm going through. What do you think I should do? I want to do this. Oh, no, I think that if you do this, then, but then let's bring yours in and let's bring mine and then let's fuse it together. Take something out. And then, so if you could just place a call or just say hi, hello, it would solve your problem. That's right. And that's why a lot of us lack. There's fear. There is fear. This woman saw Jesus and she didn't fear. She had the boldness to yeah. go and then touch them because she said, yeah. if I could touch the hem of his garment, garments yeah. how much more holding the person by the hand? Yeah. So you see, if somebody could just recognize you, so how do you make yourself recognizable? Be there. Sometimes eh, it's good to put yourself out there. Mm. There's something in Accra called branding. <laughs> There's something called branding. Mm. Sometimes it is good to brand yourself. Mm. Sometimes you brand yourself to the extent and when they give you their job, you can't even do <laughs> Someone said on LinkedIn, everyone has started a new job. <laughs> you know, at a point oh. in time, beginning of this year, LinkedIn, when you go, I'm happy to share that. I'm happy to share that. I'm like, hey, a colleague said, hey, Mina, LinkedIn, everybody has started a new job or a new position. <laughs> now, what do I say? <laughs> what do I say? These people are giving pressure. I said, time will come. Don't worry. <laughs> Even in two years or in a year, things could just change in a minute or a second. Yeah. Just hold on. You get it. Yeah. So if we are able to identify exactly what we want to do, know the kind of person that we have to go to, our dreams and our visions would be so. That's right. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, personally, going through the woman's story, there are a few things that caught my attention. And we talk of a statement that in Mark 5, 27, the Bible says that she had heard about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So she came up behind mm -hmm. him through the crowd mm -hmm. and touched his robe. Now, here's what I'm seeing here. Faith comes by hearing mm. and hearing by the word of God. Sometimes we are able to make bold moves mm. because of what we have heard. We've heard. You mentioned fear. And if faith comes by hearing, fear also comes by hearing. Yes. And so we need to really check what we are listening mm -hmm. to, what we are hearing. Yes. That could be a factor, a reason why we are not launching out and we are laying low. Yeah. Because 
I think that sometimes you will go like, oh, you mentioned a lot of things about partnership. You know that you have a problem. You need the solution. Mm-hmm. To you launch out to search for someone who holds the solution to that mm. problem. Now, this woman had heard mm-hmm. of Jesus. I don't think that if she had heard that Jesus was, I mean, sucking people, like, I mean, insulting people. And I think that even if he was insulting people and was still healing them, she would have still gone. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, I mean, she had nothing to do with shyness. You mentioned even women, even when we are going through our cycle, mm. seven days and you're so uncomfortable. Comfort. 12 solid years. So I'm even picturing that this woman from her house to where she went to meet Jesus. She was going I'm, through. Yes, and I'm sure she was even crawling. Mm. And there was a path, there was mm. a trail with her blood mm-hmm. following her mm-hmm. all through to the point where, you know, she had to go. Mm. And she moved through and there were crowds. Yes. The crowd was so massive that... She needed her problem to yes. be solved. And I'm sure that, I mean, imagine a place where there are so many people. She had to go down, crawl down, and then go and touch the hem mm. of the man's garment. the hem. And it was just the hem she wanted. Yes. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, at the point, the woman said, if I could just touch. So after hearing, she made a decision. Yeah. There was an action. There was mm-hmm. something specific that she was going to do. So it wasn't like, I'm going to ask, oh, where is the man? Like, no. like it was very specific, very specific and straight to the point. Yeah. I'm going to touch the hem. This is my decision. Mm-hmm. This is my resolve. This is what I'm going to do. And I believe that when I do this, because of what I have heard, heard. even if I'm able to touch Touch this power enough in, in, you know, the hem of his garment to even save or deliver me. Mm -hmm. And so this woman, I missed all the, I mean, the crowd, the the blood. Charlie, right now, if you have a little blood stain, Mm. how uncomfortable you are. Someone bleeding, like (laughs) so. It's this woman's story is. uh, Anytime I read it, it really energizes me, and I'm like. So you, this woman was able to go to, and you're here saying you're shy. You're shy. You're not serious. Who does that? You know, there's this quote <laughs> I saw somewhere. It was like, the wall is built not to keep you out, mm. but to know how bad you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman, there were so many things surrounding her yeah. that could have prevented her from going. One, from going. the blood issue. Yes. Two, I'm sure people would have been saying, who are this, you? Eh, like, oh, she's even smelling. Yes. And she had invested her money like, trying to solve this mm-hmm. issue and it wasn't being like it wasn't going away yeah. so this woman had to go through many of us are waiting for the crowd to disappear mm, before you Ma- go yes many of us are waiting for challenges yeah challenges to to move away but if we are able to you know have that boldness if we are able to based on what we have heard mm-hmm. if we are able to you know believe yeah. that mm-hmm. this thing that i've heard I believe, and when I make this move, I'm going to get results. Mm-hmm. Then regardless of the difficulties you are going through, you can sail, like you can have results mm. even in the midst of yeah. that. And so we shouldn't wait for things to be smooth mm-hmm. before any world that is ahead of you, like has been lifted in front of you. It is supposed to check how bad you want that thing that you say yeah. you are pursuing. Yeah. And so this human story, Jale, a lot of people are demoralized because of the things that they've heard, yeah. as yeah. I said earlier. And so we should really critically analyze our sources where we are getting our information, information from and, and what we listen to. Yes. What we what listen, we listen to, is, to is also another thing. Yes. This passage, this woman with the issue of blood, <laughs> there are a lot of things in it. Yeah. But I'll say that just as the woman had, you know, the faith that if I should do this, this would happen for me. Yeah. Regardless of the fear that we have, because just as you said, fear is also... It comes by hearing. Yes, by hearing. And so sometimes when it comes, you just have to brush it off and then do. 
however you want to do, just do it. Mm. If the results will come good or bad, you've done your part. Yeah. And that's sometimes what we fear to do. Yeah. And we are unable to reach exactly our goals yeah. and then reach exactly our dreams and then go to whoever is supposed to yeah. help us or hold the keys yeah. to help us. Yeah. We are like, okay, we want to get this thing done, mm-hmm. but this person is not willing to mm. help us. Or this person has said something mm-hmm. and because of that, like, I won't go through, I won't push forward mm. any longer. But the point is, yes, people are saying, people will always talk. Yeah. You will always hear voices. You yes. will always hear different things. But the point is, what is God saying about yes, you? What is God saying concerning mm-hmm. your situation? So mm. it is the word of God. What God says is the final authority on yeah. every matter. Yeah. And so if we are going to choose what man says over what God says, then it's up to us. And one thing that I also want to add before we wrap up is that, you know, when you read the 528, scripture says that, for she thought to herself, if I can touch his Mm. robe, I'll be healed. The first part is what I want us to take note of. For she thought to herself. Mm -hmm. So after she had heard and... She made the decision. She spoke to herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't go and discuss mm-hmm. with anybody. I'm sure if she had gone to do any discussion with someone, mm-hmm. like we should know the place of we getting up and going, going and the place of we going to discuss with people. There are certain things you go and discuss and like you won't even start the, the journey. There are certain things between you and God. No one has to come in. <laughs> Let me tell <laughs> no you a story. Um, Itakradi had some friends and it got to a time I felt they didn't understand who I was my personality. Mm. Because just as you said, I love to talk. There was an issue that came up and anybody who comes to ask me about that issue, I tell the person as it is. Mm. And I was told by one of the ladies, oh no, you don't have to say it. Just say this. Then when is the next one? <laughs> there's no there's no date for the yeah. next one. So then what do we do? Then I realized, no. Anytime we meet, it was just them against me. Mm. I said, no, these people don't understand who I am. Right. So let me go to where I'll be understood. Mm. So I stopped talking to them. And anytime I go to Takade, they are like, hey, you don't call me. I say to myself, why should I call you? Because if I call you and I, I speak to you, you won't understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> you, you get it. Yeah. So why would, would I do that? Let me speak to somebody who understands. Yeah. And you only need to see me. You, you don't need to hear me speak. That's yeah. it. The people who are around to listen to you is also another thing. That's right know who you speak to at every particular mm. point in time. Yes. But before you go and speak to them, just speak to your inner being. Yeah. And just as you said, she thought. Yeah. She did that. And, she did you that. know, one thing that really struck me on that was that she was her own hype woman. Mm-hmm. Sometimes many of us are waiting for someone, oh, do it, you no, can no, do no, it. No. You need to first hype yourself before no. someone will come on board yeah. to even hype yeah. you. And so if even Bible says we should encourage ourselves in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is difficult to explain our visions, our goals to people. Yes. Because they were not the ones that received the received vision. Received it. So if you are not able to hype yourself, motivate yourself, encourage yourself, then you give up. If mm-hmm. you are waiting for others who did not yeah. receive the yeah. vision. Yeah. If you are motivated, if you mm-hmm. are encouraged, then you are able to motivate them and bring them along. You I don't know, wait yeah. for them no. to come and mm-hmm. help you. No, it's not done. So there are so many things that we learn from this woman's story that we can apply in yeah. our everyday mm-hmm. life and get the very results mm-hmm. that we are looking to achieve. In all of it, we know that faith comes from God mm-hmm. and it is in him we live, move and have mm-hmm. our yes. being. So, I mean, as we end today's session, is there something you want to say? I would want to say that in this world, believe 
have faith, grace. These three things carries us in this, our work, not only in our spiritual work, but in our everyday lives. Mm. Because you can't move from A to B without having, you know, these three things. Right. It is a driving force. And just as I said, it's a wind that pushes us. Mm. But of course, there's fear that is also always at the back end, mm. trying to tell you, no, don't do this, don't do it. If we always listen to that little voice of fear at the back end, we can't do anything. Right. And with a woman with the issue of blood, nah. <laughs> <laughs> if only she could touch the hem yeah. of God, she would be saved. If only you could act on something very small, mm. your problems would have been That's solved. Right. I mean, look for the very I'm not cutting you, but mm. what you just said just drew my attention mm. to something. Sometimes we are looking for the big things. The big things. As little as the hem of his garment. That yes. was that was just it. That was just it. That was just it. Maybe this is it. this is for someone who is listening to us. That Maybe there's something small that small. you need to do. But you're waiting for you're waiting. God to open some big, no. you know. So you build on the small one. Because if God gives you the small one, he looks at how you can faithfully, yeah. Faithfully handle that small yeah. one and then gives you the big one. That's but right. you're still sitting down looking for a bigger one. So let's act on whatever that we have, backed by prayer, faith, grace, and we'll be able to succeed in this. That's awesome. That's a good one. I like what you said at the end, you know, talking about acting on like the small things that Mm -hmm. God is giving us when we, I mean, he who is faithful with a little is given much. Much, yeah. So the last time I was having a conversation with a friend in church and he just, all of a sudden he said, oh, I'm going to buy a car for you, like Mm -hmm. something big. Going to buy a car. I'm like, right now, just give me money to buy King K. You are not giving me. I should believe you for a car. <laughs> I should believe you for a car. I said that they were all laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's how faith is supposed yes. to be. I need to be able to trust and believe you for the little things. Yes. So if we are able, you know, it's a walk. That's why I don't subscribe to Sunday. We go to church Sunday and that's all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's someone who is not even going to church on Sunday, but his Walk with, with God, God is consistent. Is consistent, yes. You know, we cannot build that relationship if our, our walk with Him is not consistent. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to trust God today for something mm. as little as, let's say, water. Well, water is not little. Some people are struggling to get, but if I'm able to mm. trust God for something little today and He does it, yeah. tomorrow I'm able to increase it. I'm like, why? Because I have a reference point. Yesterday yes. He did this for me. Yeah. And so today I know that he would do it again. So let this, you know, um, let me, let me say this in chapter 34, he says that, and she said to her daughter, your faith, well, the amplified Bible would put it into brackets, your trust and confidence in me springing from faith in God has restored you to health. Hmm. Go into, go in, that is into brackets, into peace and be continually healed and free from your into brackets, distressing bodily diseases. <laughs> you know, the Amplified has a way of... Yeah, you know, it, it really amplifies Yes. <laughs> and two things um, here. Trust and confidence. Yeah. If you do not trust and have confidence in God, mm. where are you going? Even the faith and the belief and the grace doesn't even come into play at all. That's what and, I would Yeah. That's what, that's, yeah, that's what I would That's leave. all. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk much. Thank you so much, Mina, for joining All us right. today. It's been an awesome session. Yes, definitely. We hope to see you again. Uh, talk about something yeah. um, new and refreshing. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. 
do consider subscribing to this podcast on whatever platform or podcast app you're listening from so you do not miss out on the good stuff happening right here. I will catch you next week. Until then, be great.